That's another go. All right. How you doing, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. I'm William, and this is... Kristen. Hello, hello. So we do have our friend Maximilian Webster on with us today. We're super excited to bring him on. Um, I've known Max for quite some time. We actually met in a virtual mastermind. Super blessing. And we've done a lot of collaborative work since then. And so William and I are both super excited to have him on today. Um, we're going to dive in to you know, his story a little bit, what led him to where he is today, and the work that he's doing in the world, and sort of his values and ethical business and things along those lines. So we're super, super excited to dive in. And Max, we're going to pass it over to you and let you get started. What's up, you guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. Um, yeah, so a little bit about myself. My name is Maximilian Webster. I was born in uh, Washington, D.C., raised in the Maryland area. And as I was a, when I was a kid, um, I had a really interesting relationship with spirituality. Like I had uh, on my mom's side, Judaism. Uh, we celebrated Hanukkah on my dad's side, uh, Christian. And so he was very by the book, <laughs> so to speak. And for myself, I was always had a hard time navigating those waters, like finding my own identity and my spirituality. I really felt this strong connection with, um, with God as a concept, um, with like, I always felt that I had a higher purpose. I always felt that I was here for a reason. And it wasn't until I got into college where I started seeing like repeating number sequences. I would see the number one, one, seven all the time. And, you know, at that time, I was heading down a hard, uh, pretty bad path, actually. Um, my friends and stuff were partying all the time, drinking, doing drugs. Um, and I was just like having sex like a rabbit all over the place with, with anyone and everyone. <laughs> just really hoeing it out. And, um, you know, I, I really didn't see a, a bright future going down that path, you know. Um, so at that point, um, probably around 2012, it was like, I, I got to change something. I got to do something different. Um, and this, this thing, this number 117 just kept just popping into my reality. And I was like, what is going on? It was like a glitch in the matrix. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, how can I mathematically see the same number like fucking 20 times in a day? Like, and I just happened to look and it's there. So I just got really intrigued with, okay, there's something going on in this universe. I've always had this feeling uh, growing up. I would have, these dreams where I would see something happen in my dream. And then like the next day or a couple days later it would happen. So it was really trippy. Like um, the paranormal, like psychics, all that stuff, ghosts and stuff really didn't intrigue me. Cause you know, I had that Christian upbringing, you know, it's going to go to hell. That's, that's a bad, that's evil. That's of the devil and stuff like that. So I was really turned off with anything supernatural, anything metaphysical. And when I looked up, like, what does this mean? This number one, one seven, um, I started reading these things online about being a light worker and changing the world and, you know, having a spiritual awakening process. And it was really interesting because a lot of the same things that were happening in my, in my life were happening to people all over the world at the same time. So I was like, okay, like this can't be a joke. Like this can't be like some kind of cosmic prank because it was literally like, as I read these stories and I read these, um, what these accounts of these numbers, it was just speaking right to my soul. It's like, you are here for a purpose. You know, your soul has traveled on many lifetimes in order to make a, a change on the planet right now. So I was like, fuck yeah. Like this is so, I'm, my pen. I'm so excited because it's like, wow, like my life has purpose. My life has reason. Like I, I didn't just randomly pop up here and I'm just like, I mean, what the fuck? Like it was world altering, like ground changing. And at the time, 
um, I got really engulfed with like the positive positivity, the spirituality, um, personal development, uh, really trying to figure out how can I be the best version of myself so that I can better serve others. Um, and, you know, there was my learning curve, right? You know, going, trying to leave my old identity behind with like the friends or relationships, the, the old limiting beliefs about myself, um, about my worthiness, about my, um, my abilities. Like I would have these amazing downloads and, and, and healing sessions with people transforming their lives. And, um, but at the same time, I didn't feel it and realize it for myself because I had stuff that I had to work through. So I realized at my one point in my journey, um, after you know going to school for a couple of years in the mystery school, learning to hone into my gifts, learning to um, read energy, uh, facilitate past life regressions, help people meet their spirit guides and stuff like that, um, it was it was really interesting because I was able to take my love for personal development, for spirituality, and for um, just growth and community, and kind of throw it all together, and it turned into a business. So I started my business, Vibrant Guidance, back in 2016. And ever since then, it's just really been um, a personal uh, search for meaning for myself. And also, like, I really want to share my journey and connect with other people that are on the same path because I feel like we're all here together. We're all in it, you know, we're all helping each other. We're all here to um, do something. Like, <laughs> we might as well do something. And if it's going to be something, I want to change the fucking world. So I'm really inspired to work with people that are leaders and entrepreneurs and visionaries and people that really feel called on a soul level to, like, embody this version of greatness that our world so desperately needs. So, um, like, we we're going to start talking about this later, but, like, just ethical business and, like, this change of culture, it's, like, it all starts from, from each one of us and it starts from within so vibrant guidance to me is finding that inner inner healer that inner coach that inner um warrior of light that can really embody this new level of human consciousness and kind of put together all the different pieces and it's just really fucking exciting sorry if I, that was long-winded oh, amen <laughs> we're over here like shaking our heads like I'm, <laughs> you know how short i am i'm like on my tippy toes i'm like through the screen <laughs> Yeah. So if so, that's amazing, Max. It's so great to like hear, you know, where you came from and kind of having that diverse background and then being able to discern for yourself, like, what does God mean to me? What does my relationship with spirit look like? What to what does that mean for me within my personal life and my professional life? And mm -hmm. how can I take what has resonated with me over the years and now kind of define for myself what that looks like and how I can then take that and turn it into a business and help other people along the way too. So that's super powerful. And I know that a lot of people probably struggle with that, you know, the identifying what does this mean? How, mm -hmm. how can I utilize this within my personal life and my business life so that it feels the most authentic to me, right? Mm -hmm. Not because of some, someone else telling me that this is how I should perceive it or I should view it or I should believe it, but this is my own definition mm -hmm. to my own life experience and what I've come to find is X, Y, Z. And then being able to take that and put that into vibrant guidance. I thought that was really powerful. And um, what, so where does vibrant guidance stand today? Like, what do you see um, unfolding for vibrant guidance? Awesome. Well, right now, currently, I'm just a solopreneur, um, one-man team right now, but I've kind of distilled it down to informing and inspiring, okay? I want to create engaging content for people to kind of like laugh at themselves, to have um, transformational healing experiences, um, just to see where they are on their journey and kind of help them along to their next step in their journey. Um, 
And that can come from me, but it can also come from within you. If I can teach you how to sit down for 20 minutes a day and really get in touch with your intuition, um, really learn how to be accountable with yourself, like my job is done. Like I really want to help strengthen your connection with spirit and with your higher self so that you can realize that, hey, like no matter what, I don't, I, at the end of the day, I don't really need a coach. I don't really need um, like all these things at the end of the day, if I can learn to trust myself, like that foundation is what's going to take you very, very far. Okay. That's like the sustainable aspect of like self development, personal improvement. Like you don't always want to just be depending on someone else for your answers and depending on other people for direction. It's really utilizing those muscles and that courage within each and every one of us, you know, because every day we're making a decision and it's like, are you going to decide to you know, stick to the old stories of the past, or are you going to decide to make a new story? And I'm just here to help people make new stories with their lives and, um, and, and, and whatever that looks like for them. And then the other aspect of it is just education and informing. Like I really, um, for myself, I, I take in a lot of material and I've taken a lot of, um, and like spiritual concepts, personal development and stuff like that, but it, it can get, get to be overwhelming for a lot of people. Right. So my, my, what I see that I do is I kind of just break things down in a more practical and more um, bite-sized ways so that people can really like not overcomplicate life. Like I think that our lives should be like fun and like, it's not always going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're taking time for yourself to really every single day, hold yourself accountable, you know, find some standards that you can live by and, you know, really put yourself behind it 110%. Like that's what's bringing more alive people to this world. And that's what I think we desperately need as a culture today. I couldn't agree more. And uh, one of the things that just came to my mind, babe, and I'm going to let you speak too, um, was what are some practical tools that people that are yes. listening to right now can sort of tap into right now in this moment um, to sort of start that process? Because I know sometimes it can feel really daunting or overwhelming. Like, well, I, I hear all these things and it resonates me to a certain extent, but how, right? Like people are hungry for like, how do I even start that process? What, exactly. it, what does it even look like? I love mm -hmm. about that. And to touch base on what you're saying, as far as learning to trust yourself, for me, that was a lot of kind of discovering and learning and my own awakening was I was very susceptible to outside influences and always living for other people. And uh, for me, that was just a really unhappy way to live life. So like when we talk about tools and things that we did in order to kind of, I, I just remember multitudes of times of sitting by myself alone thinking getting quiet you know kind of like blocking everything else out um and using tools like self-discovery tools anything from astrology to scientific you know self-help tests reading books and all those kinds of things i'd love to know some of the tools that maybe you've used that have helped you kind of learn how to discover who you are because i didn't know who i was and it was using those tools and reading and kind of take going through that process that helped me learn who i was Beautiful. Thank you for sharing that, brother. Yeah, I can definitely relate with that. And I think um, for myself, and just in terms of leading up to that, that practical example, but so many of us, we get stuck in our heads. Like we have all these concepts, we have all these ideas, we have this huge vision. And then sometimes we, we like scale it down. We're trying to do all the things. And the biggest thing that I've used in my life and what I use with my clients um, is based off the cognitive behavioral technique. Um, that's the, the technique that I use in life coaching. And it's basically like really relying on a journaling process and really just taking this shit out of your head and putting it on paper. Like yes. take your ideas. If you're a visual person, if you're a kinesthetic person, like 90% of the population, like this shit is going to change your life. Cause you can like literally like write down what you want. And then, you know, what you're going through, 
And it can take these ideas like, oh, I'm not worthy or I'm not good enough or I'm not proficient enough or I'm never going to make enough money. You're putting it on paper and you're like, is this fucking true or is it not? Like, it's really like, that's what it is. And when you can come to yourself and just be honest with yourself, like if you're not doing great in your life, like be honest with yourself. That's what the world needs. We need radical honesty. Okay. So being honest with yourself, writing stuff down um, and just taking time every single day. You know, I, I, I don't know if I want to share this, but I'm going to just for, I'm not trying to make fun of this person at all, but I was at a, at a friend's house um, and I was just sharing, you know, I want to, I want to be more accountable. I want to, you know, work every day at being the best version of myself. And this person scoffed and was like, every day, like, I was like, oh, like, <laughs> yes, every day. Like, I understand, I understand you're going to have your hard days. Everyone has hard days. You're going to fall off your to-do list. No one ever finishes their to-do list every day but it's like at least have a standard of like i'm going to keep trying like if if something if my house burns down tomorrow i can decide to give up everything right there then and there identify as homeless start going down that path and like really just really digging myself deeper into a hole or i can say hey look now i have location freedom so it's like really deciding how you want to to control the narrative of your life and what what do things mean and um yeah, I think that's the biggest thing that I, I would recommend for like um, a practical step for just starting off your journey. Or if, even if you're along the journey and you've like been able to build a business or be, build a movement or you're even an influencer. Sir, I know people that are already seeing massive success, but they're not like doing the small steps. They're not going back to the basics and they're, they're losing their footing and they're losing focus or losing inspiration because you're like not taking care of your everyday needs and responsibilities. Yeah, I love what you said. Writing things down, that was a big thing for me. And from somebody who really doesn't even really like to write, yeah, forcing myself to actually get down on paper, even if it's just, this is how I'm feeling today, and writing that down and getting it out. Or writing down, this is actually what I want. Because I, I mean, sometimes I'm somewhat of an emotional person sometimes. Mm -hmm. And my, your emotions and your mind can play tricks on you. So whenever yeah. I would start feeling like I was getting off track, or off balance, I could go back to what I wrote down and say, no, 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 remind myself, this is what I really want. Am I actually yeah. taking action towards what I want or am I getting distracted by other outside influences again? And that's kind of like how I would go about holding myself accountable to making yeah. sure that I was always moving forward. Yeah, totally. I know like for me personally, it was kind of developing my own spiritual practice and what that looked like and being consistent with that and staying committed to that because it was like I would have this own version of self-sabotage every time something was working, right? Like if I was meditating every day and I was connecting with my, my intuition and my higher self and, and really feeling into my heart space instead of like my ego and I was dropping down there and I really felt powerful and I felt that oneness and joy and, you know, all of these feelings it was like, then I would get to a certain point where I just would stop. Right. And then like for a little while it would dissipate. And so I would, you know, have a harder time like bouncing back, but every single time it would always bring me back to that center of like, well, this is what keeps you grounded. This is what helps you. And what does that look like? Right. And that can evolve and change over time. Like what might work for you in one season or cycle in your life might not work for you in another season or cycle in your life. So having the courage to shift and change your mind and really reassess based off of like what feels good to you at that time in your life and what is really helping you kind of connect with yourself in a way where you're saying this is what i'm doing because it feels good to kristen or max or william not because it's what society says i should do or you know so it was like for me it was really developing that spiritual practice daily 
Um, and, and a lot of that did involve journaling for me because I'm a huge writer and I, I love being able to like brain dump and get it out of here and like yeah. onto paper. Um, yeah. So I think that's a really powerful tool that people I mean, can enact now. I was gonna say like, and that's even like really basic. Like if you want to get deeper than that, I know everyone like rants about uh, journaling and stuff, but if you really, what I love about my work is we hold memories, we hold emotions, we hold a lot of shit in our body, okay? And for so much of us, like you were saying, William, we're, we're emotional creatures, right? So if we're trying to go after new new ways of being, new um, new lifestyles, new new horizons and stuff like that, we're gonna have a physiological response to these because you're stretching out of your comfort zone. Your, your subconscious mind is literally screaming danger. You're going up, you're going against the crowd. Like we're social creatures. Like that's what I think is so important for people that are trying to better themselves. Like learn the, about the biology of being a human and realize that like there's so much going on that we're not aware of, right? So taking the journaling a step further is like looking at I'll just use that example of not being enough. Like, where did that belief come from? Like, wh at what age did you pick up this belief and start repeating this? And when did it become a program? Because it's your responsibility. So once you have the awareness, you're going to, once again, decide if you're going to reprogram this belief or this program, or you're going to let it run. Like, black or white. It's very black or white in, that, in this case. So I'd even say the next practical step from there, if you've already done the journaling, if you're already really consistent with like taking small actions, it's like if you really want to get to that next level, if you want to get deeper in your own spiritual practices, practice in your own self-mastery, it's like really take that time and extend your meditation time, extend um, your time alone, like really get to the nitty gritty of where are these things coming from? How can I change it? And and you know, it's going to become easier. That's the fun thing. It's like, once you do that hard work in the beginning, it's like going to the gym. It's like, at first it fucking sucks. It really does. But then once you start moving your muscles, you get into a routine. You, it's, it's like, it's so, it, it, you, you get easier. I mean, you get better at it. That's what I'm trying to say. When it comes to meditation, do you believe that there's an appropriate amount of time to meditate or is that different for each person? I mean, I think it's different. It's, yeah, definitely different for each each person. You know, um, there's so many different kinds of meditation. You know, walking meditation. I do dancing meditation. Um, you know, sitting still and just breathing. Um, it's kind of just the standard. It's really just bringing your awareness to this present moment and letting whatever arises arise, and not putting a story or a label or judging yourself for thinking a thought. You know, there's so many of us out here in this love and light, law of attraction movement that is really um, toxic that I've noticed people like, Oh, I can't think negative thoughts. I can't like, and that's what's stopping a lot of people from going into these feelings that are actually holding them back. You know, they're saying, Oh, I'm blocked, but I'm not going to look at like this fear or this anger or this resentment or this feeling of unworthiness because, Oh no, I might attract something of the same vibration. It's like, no, like you can still feel and heal, but you got to keep moving. Right. You can't just get stuck in that, in, in, in that over analysis. Process, yeah. I love that you I love that you demystified like what meditation actually is too because I feel like people especially I remember in my journey in the beginning like the pressure right because ego's like am I doing this right am I doing this yeah. right amount of time like yeah. I find that like sometimes if I'm in the shower it's like a, a form of meditation for yeah. me or when totally. I'm in the car driving alone that's a form of meditation for me it's mm -hmm. wherever I can find the space and time to make space yeah. to actually mm -hmm. quiet 
and listen. And to me, that's a form of meditation and like kind of demystifying some of these practices for people so that they do actually want to take that step to trying it without judgment and without, you know, saying I'm not doing this right or I'm not doing this, you know, the right way, right? Because right, wrong, all of that, that does come from ego, right? Like when we're coming from the heart space and we are in our intuition, we are connecting with our higher selves, that's love, you know, and that's, you know, that's going to be the place that we're going to actually be able to connect down. And um, additionally too, I uh, recently in my own life was experiencing a lot of um, those emotions that you mentioned. And it was kind of a tough time. I was doing a lot of releasing. And at first my old way would be to like, shame and guilt myself into needing to be more happy or more joyful or more this or more that. And it was actually creating a negative cycle and spiral because then I was staying in that place. And then I was having a harder time getting back to those feelings of joy and love and peace that I had so often been able to find my way back to quicker. And so I noticed that when I was actually able to step outside of it and view it like from a witness perspective and not judge it and not not like judge myself for not being able to feel happier or feel any type of way in an instant. I allowed myself to feel those things, not dwell in it and then move past it. I was able to actually move past it quicker and find joy quicker because I allowed myself without judgment to allow those feelings to come through and then transmute that energy, whether it was through taking a walk um, or another form that would work for me, whether it's, writing is a huge one for me, like taking out my, my journal and just like start writing. And I I can start to feel the energy transmute itself and transcend, um, into a more positive feeling and emotion. I love that. I thought that was super powerful to bring that up too. It's not really judging yourself about those negative feelings, but feeling them and then moving past them. Right. Mm -hmm. And what that was. I love that. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about though, too, is we meant, uh, or we mentioned, excuse me, ethical business. How Mm -hmm. would you describe what that looks like, um, you know, within your own core values and business, but just in general? Okay. Yeah. So hold on. Let me, let me take a moment to put some words together for this. I think the first thing I want to say is everyone has different ethics. Okay. So for, for myself, when it comes to my business, you know, I, I really value honesty, accountability, responsibility. Um, I value authenticity, fun community. And I think in the past we have had the, the idea of business is like, how can I make money? Basically, how can I supply what, a, a product or a service that's going to give me a return and that's going to be able to feed me and put a roof over my, my family. Right. So it's so interesting that the, in today's age that you can literally have a, something that you're passionate about doing, let's say dancing, for example. Okay. And you can, you can create a personal brand for yourself and you can have a message and you can have this idea and something that you want to, you know, share with the world and you can get compensated for that. Like how does, what? (laughs) (laughs) Super powerful. Like, so in in today's age in 2020, like we really have the, the, the choice and it's, it's really up to the individual to say like, how, how am I going to 
use my actions, my passions, and um, you know, my sense of duty or moral obligation to the to, to community. And for me, ethical business is how can I um, create a platform or create a service or create products that are really going to change not only my life but the people around me and the um the world basically and i know that sounds like super visionary super macro but it's like it's like that's what inspires me it's like i know i keep saying it's like ah i'm, I'm give me a second <laughs> so stepping into your role as a leader in today's age is really exciting because i think people are craving more authenticities people are craving more um you know business that's not going to just exist to suck money out of people okay and yeah i guess if you have another question that you'd like to ask about it that would probably help me everything you're saying i think um in terms of ethics you know a lot of businesses today are kind of stuck on i just need to make a profit and i think yeah. that's people the wrong way yes we're in business to make money that's that's a fact of what we're doing but mm -hmm. How you go about making that product, I think, is a big question businesses need to ask is, what are you doing? How are you generating your profits? There's a quote I love by Jim Rohn where he says, uh, you know, you, if you give enough people what they want, you can have everything that you want. So business is really about being in service to other people. Yeah, and exactly. Not only just giving them what they want, but giving them tools, resources, products, services, things that actually add value to their lives and helps them improve and elevate themselves in some way. Um, so like what you're saying really resonates with me is because yes, we're obviously in business to make a living, to make a profit, but it has to come from a heart place. It's got to come from your soul. It's got to come from a good place and not just for the only reason of making a profit. Exactly. Um, that's something that Tristan and I talk about a lot of the time. And that's why we're creating, you know, the soul business network. And that's why we love connecting with you and all these other soul spiritual entrepreneurs, because we all have that same vision and that same mission to want to add value to people. And it's really just coming from, from the heart. I don't know if you had another question that, that you wanted to, you know, shift that over to, but, um, I yeah, I felt what you were saying, Max, very deeply, and I totally resonated and understand exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for sharing that, man. That's perfect. <laughs> I would say, yeah, it's like super conscious leadership. And I think one of the things, too, around that and how we shift that is we are changing the way we create. create. We are changing the way we show up in business. We are changing the way that we work and what we consider to be like the American dream, right? Like we're revolutionizing that. Like this, it's all changing. People realize that we are here for more than what we may have been wired or programmed to believe that we were here for. Rage. <laughs> we sure are. But, and so I think one of those things too is actually kind of debunking that, right? Is coming down to say, hey, well, we can actually do what we're passionate about yes. and what lights us up from the inside out and make money at the same time, right? But that's kind of a new concept for people. People are like, wait, what? Like I can make jewelry on Etsy? and make money and travel and spend time with my family. Right. And, do you know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. so it's really just kind of awakening to this new concept. And I can feel it as a collective. It's shifting, the energy is oh, shifting. Totally shifting. Yeah, and, it's, and I think a lot of it though comes from those core beliefs because we, we have limiting beliefs as people individually, but we have limiting beliefs as a society and totally. culturally. And mm -hmm. so I think kind of debunking that and, and providing that space and platform, which is where some of the passion and inspiration for Soul Business Network came from was like, hey, you can do what you love and yes. make money at the same time too. You don't really have to choose. And don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean that you can wake up one day, Max, we know this, and just be yeah. making millions of dollars 
doing what you love. It's going to be a process just like you worked up the ladder at your corporate job or just, you know what I mean? The opportunities are going to come every single day when you make the choice and the decision to continue to step boldly into that truth and into that power and follow that path of your heart and your soul. It will come, but it will take time to get there, but you can have both. Um, yeah. And so I think that's sort of an interesting topic for people too, because they're a little bit like mystified by it, right? Like, well, how is that even possible? Yeah. Um, to like write for a living, right? And be a content creator and make money. Like, yeah. never thought. So it's, it's really kind of demystifying and debunking that and, and being able to offer a new platform and a new way of thinking for people so that they mm. have a place to go to actually transform their ideas into reality and mm. live their passion while being of service and while sustaining themselves financially because at the end of the day we do have to kind of get by with that little thing called money um yeah. so yeah beautiful yeah. society programming is all about like you know i just i have to work hard you know it's like yeah you have to work hard but it doesn't have to be like all like 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 that, that's the only way where you just have to work hard and grind it out all the time you can actually like what you say is do what you love and make money at the same time you don't have to choose between the two and I do yeah. think there's a consciousness shift in people that are realizing that, especially in the day and age of the internet, we're in the, we live in the best times in, in the world right now. I mean, we have access to the internet. You have access to people all over the world. If you're passionate yeah. about something, you, you bet you can go find a group or, or a community somewhere online that also thinks the way that you do, that also feels yeah. the way that you do. Like, you don't have to sit there and feel like you're alone. There's communities out there if you just go looking for it, you'd be surprised what people are making money doing. I've seen people make buzz, make businesses out of like Smurfs or something like that. I just saw <laughs> that on like Amazon the other day. It's like, I don't care what you're into, you can find a community that's into that same thing. And there's a way yeah. to make money doing that, doing what you love. And we just wanna help people um, actually step into that power, step into that love and do those kinds of things and, and grow as a community, as a team. Yeah. And I'm starting to get behind the belief that if you have an idea for a, a business or a product or product or a project, like there's someone out there that needs it. I don't think that we randomly get ideas if they're not going to, you know, if anything, they'll push you along the way, put you where you need to be. But I think um, we should really like speaking of this journal, have this whole section of just random ideas. And I think it's, it's a really, uh, I heard a quote the other day. We're all like walking like walking billionaires or something like that. Like if we acted on the ideas that we had, we'd be, our lives would be completely different. But like we were talking before to go back to those limiting beliefs, it's like we are the only ones stopping ourselves. So you can get the best coach, you can get the best healer, you can get all the things. But if you're not right in here and in here, like good luck, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. I completely agree with you on that, Max. And so tell our audience like how they can find you and how they could you know work with you like at what capacity and um, any last kind of like advice or you know what you want to leave everyone with today cool. i think if i could scream something off the rooftop so to speak um i think it would be just do something and i know that's such a general vague <laughs> saying but you know, when we're uninspired, we, we, and even when we are inspired, like we just, it's all about the next step. Just, just do something, right? And if you're in a place right now where you're not really sure like what you wanna do next with your life or what your purpose is or 
you know, where to go. Like just start taking steps, act upon those ideas that you get, get some alone time, breathe and like really just sit on your decisions and think like, why are you doing the things you do? Yeah. But at the end of the day, just like get out there and start doing it because that's where you're going to learn. That's where you're going to grow. That's where you're going to experience. And that's what it's all about. Amen. Amen to that. <laughs> cool. So in terms of my offerings, I do have a two month coaching program that I do offer. Um, it's called the Awakened Entrepreneur. And basically it's taking the stuff that I've learned and kind of been tweaking at over the, over the years. I, I took the readings portion out of my business. I used to do readings um, for people to help read their chakras and stuff like that. But kind of like what we were talking about before we hopped on the call, I realized that um, I want to work on the things that really light me up and really inspire me. And I want to work with the people that inspire me as well. So the Awakened Entrepreneur Program is for those of us who are going through their spiritual awakening process. They really want to develop their intuition, their gifts, and they're ready to be super honest and accountable with themselves. Um, they, they realize that they have a really uh, a high calling in life or they see themselves walking on stages, um, traveling, speaking, being YouTube stars, basically. But they're, they're just ready to peel back those layers of the onion and really figure out like what inside of me is holding me back and how can we destroy, not just kidding, how can we, <laughs> how can we uh, un unearth these, these programs, these stories, these beliefs in order to create, like I said before, a new story about our life. And when you're being pulled to that vision as, a, as opposed to trying to run away from everything that's not going right in your life, it's a whole different energy and it's a whole level of embodiment and you're doing the world a favor. So that's who I'm really excited to work with. Um, I do have some one-on-one -on -one immersive retreats coming up in San Diego uh, later this year and next year is going to be Hawaii. So I'm really excited to be just holding that capacity for others, holding space for those of you who are ready to step into a new level of leadership because you believe that what you're doing here in the world is going to change it and leave a legacy for the future generations. That's so powerful. Very good. Very nice. Guys, get connected with Max. Um, he's a heart-centered entrepreneur. Definitely reach out to him. Um, buddy, we really appreciated this podcast with you. I always enjoy these great conversations. And um, definitely any last words from, from you, Kristen? No, I just uh, want to have you come on again already. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Part two, I'm, I'm so down. Yeah, there's so many so many topics we could touch on i'm so excited but yeah much blessings upon your new podcast you guys i'm really excited to hear some uh future episodes and be back on but thank you so much for having me today um uh, for being able to share my message and i hope someone out there got something out of it absolutely absolutely amen amen to that all right you guys